Welcome to the Underappreciated Movie Podcast, where four friends discuss movies that they love, but nobody else does. So ben Stein is, is in for Elaine this week. And you listen. <laughs> Clear and you eyes. Such uh, weird tangents and dog snoring, and sometimes we eat while we podcast. Mm-hmm. Welcome now. to we a very unprofessional pizza. podcast. I'm oh. Elaine. I'm Carly. John. I'm Tony. Each of us has picked a specific movie genre. I have horror thriller. I have action right. adventure. <gasps> Jump, jump I have line. drama and romance. I am science fiction fantasy. I feel uncomfortable now. <laughs> we take turns selecting from our movie genre movies that, in our opinions, have not received the respect they deserve. You won't see these films on anyone's top ten list, but maybe by listening to our podcast, you can give these films a second chance. Or this, this, this case, a first chance. This this <laughs> on the podcast. Is Tony's pick? Tony's this Christmas pick. This is nobody's favorite movie. <laughs> well, there's a couple people that made it that might be the problem. Well, that can't be their favorite movie, though. But This actress it who's was, starring, it might be it her was, favorite movie. It was, <laughs> I doubt it. it was, I was up to me to do a Thanksgiving movie, but the way that... The way that we were timed, I was always going to be off, so I said, screw the Thanksgiving, I just did a Christmas movie. We, we missed some days, Thing, yeah. life happened. Well, Which worked out for me, because I did a Thanksgiving slash Christmas movie. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is that right? And then a wedding movie. Mm-hmm. Well, this is 2021's Red Snow. Mm-hmm. IMDB gives it a 5.4. So they made this during COVID. It shows. Metacritic gave it a 43%. It's like four characters. <laughs> Obviously, they were trapped together in quarantine and decided to make a movie. My, five. There's how, five characters. What was the budget in this movie? Uh, it was under a million. Was, under a million? It was like 800000 or something like that. <laughs> Yeah. But what did it make? Yeah. Clearly, it didn't. Nobody knows because it wasn't released wide. Uh, it, was, it was at a bunch of film festivals. And it's, <clears throat> we watched it. What on Hulu or Voodoo? It's Voodoo. Voodoo for free. It's on Voodoo. It's free so, on Voodoo if you're interested. So at one point you're like, wow, there's like the shop where he, she buys blood, mm-hmm. and the house. That's it. There's yeah, <laughs> two sets, five characters, and a car. <laughs> and they rented a Mercedes. And the yeah. and the Simon dude showed up for half a day at the bookstore. Right? <laughs> well, IMDb gives it five point four. Metacritic is at a forty three percent. Rotten Tomatoes high. gives it a wow, seventy. Wow, it does seem seventy five percent. Not, not no one because saw the it. movie is terrible, but forty three percent on Metacritic. What was Grumpy Old Men? It was like fifty three. Fifty three. <laughs> well, Rotten Tomatoes is seventy five percent critics and ninety percent audience score. Now you have to understand, this is 12 people. And they're all in the movie. The critics are 12 people, and it's like vampires during Christmas monthly or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like these yeah. are it's certain not, film festivals it's not anybody, that are yeah, and, about vampires, yeah. about indie flicks, about... Yeah. This isn't Entertainment <laughs> Weekly or, or somebody. This is Cisco yeah. and Ebert. Yeah. <laughs> um, this movie was filmed... <laughs> this movie was filmed in 12 days at Lake Tahoe. They actually filmed at Lake Tahoe. I yeah. figured that was just what they named it, and they filmed share. it in Kansas. I, yeah, yeah, I think they had Someone a time share. Someone's sitting there going, this looks really great. That's my house. Oh, my God. They did one of no, those. Uh, I think one of those actors, I think this was somebody's aunt's house. <laughs> now, what's that thing called where you rent somebody's house? Airbnb. 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 A Burbo. Yeah. A they Burbo went to an Airbnb for 12 days and shot a movie there. But you probably <laughs> would need their permission to use it in the film. I don't know. It's probably in a contract. I don't know. It's my Verbo vacation home. But I could see it being somebody's aunt's house or something. Like, yeah. Like, I went to Nags Head once, and it was a friend of my mom's rental yeah. house. Yeah. Last year, one of the interpreters in my classroom had a rental property in the Outer Banks. Yeah. I never stayed at, but I could if I needed to, you know, off-season. Yeah. <laughs> no weekends, no holidays. <laughs> well, this was uh, written and directed by Sean Nicholas Lynch. What else uh-huh. has he done? Nothing. And it stars Denise Cineros. What else has she been in? Nothing. She was in an episode of NCIS what? and apparently uh, Young and the Restless. Wow. With what those bangs? I don't know. I don't know if that was uh, during that time. But, um, Sorry. She plays Olivia, and Luke is played by Nico Bellamy. What else has mm-hmm. he been in? He was in Red Snow. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> Vernon Wells plays Julius King. He's actually been in a couple of things, but it's all like one shots on television. He was yeah. the big time actor who's been yeah. like a guest appearance. He's, like, he's coming on set. Hello, everybody. I'm I am here. here. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a proper thespian. So I have uh, two reviews. Oh, wow. 
The two people who saw this movie at con. We're all sitting, so it's good. There was no ten star reviews for this movie. <laughs> what? what? And there were no nine star reviews. For Interesting. This movie. Did you get sixes? I usually, got an you, usually you can get one ten star. I got an eight. Uh, what a lovely film! Exclamation point. I really liked it from start to finish. Mm-hmm. Believable heroine, most, <laughs> mostly. What? Excellent vampires. Really good to watch. Thoroughly recommend to curl up in front of the fire too, but don't go looking out the windows. <gasps> written by Mrs. Grandma of no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is definitely written by the the director. Which is funny because when I was watching this movie, I was looking at my phone going, "I'm calling Tony." <laughs> Tony's getting, I, I was going to FaceTime you. No, you sit and watch this with me. <laughs> well, I watched it like four times, so I would watch it again. It's fine. The other one it's is. It's not that long. Uh, so, no, because Tony described this as, this is something nope. that I could write. I'm like, nope. no, you write way no, better no. than this. <laughs> well, I've read. Oh, no, no. John has read everything you've ever <laughs> That's written. That's true. I can't I argue with him. Except for the things that haven't been published. John does love me more than you. I don't I think that. he's yeah. read The Sanguinist. Or well, your, those, that's a good thing. Though. Your story about the spaceships that <laughs> I haven't read the thing that just came out, or the one about the dragon slayer. Those, I don't those, think those he's read novels, the drafts of yeah. the novels that I have read, no, but I have true. read almost none of his short stories, and you've read all of them <laughs> except for the new one, yeah. which I'll have right. read by we, tomorrow. Let, so. I want to hear the other review. Okay, oh. <clears throat> waste of bandwidth. Warning, spoilers. Even the one-star rating is way too much. Wow. Bad doesn't even begin to describe this garbage. Turned it off after the mini bandage for for a bat. (laughs) They didn't even watch it? They didn't even watch the whole thing. Olivia should have been killed in the first five seconds of this film. Well, I don't disagree. I I feel like you can't count a review when they clearly didn't watch over half of the movie. (laughs) But I will say that that bat band-aid was in the running for favorite tertiary object (laughs) because it was hilarious that she put a little band-aid on it. (gasps) I will say. Do you want to turn the light on for us? You can see. Uh, Yes. I don't know about that light. Watch out. (laughs) Luke doesn't like this light. Okay, so... On Tuesday, Tony sends this well, message what? in the group me. Okay. My movie is Red Snow, free on Voodoo. John says, never heard of it. I'm worried. And Tony says, it's not amazing, but when you watch it, you will think I wrote it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I read your stuff. <laughs> what did you think going in? Elaine. I was like, this could be good. I can, I can see this being interesting. Carly? I said, oh, what has Tony gotten us into now? Because <laughs> I've watched some of those, maybe I'll pick this movie. But I was not home when he chose this one, so I didn't know. <laughs> well, like I said, it was going to be... Was Anna, it Ginger Dead Man? Anna, was it Thanksgiving? <laughs> uh, no. <clears throat> I thought, well, you said this is something you could have wrote, and I've read everything you've ever written. So I had different expectations. Oh, well... So. That's true. You let me <clears throat> down. <gasps> well, the movie starts. We cold open at a house at Lake Tahoe, decorated with Christmas lights. Mm-hmm. A young woman is calling for her dog. Mm-hmm. When it doesn't show up, she throws on a jacket, grabs a flashlight, and hikes into nearby tree line. Ominous music plays as we see the bloody dog tag hanging in a tree. The lady's terrified something whooshes past her. She whimpers and turns, and a vampire appears right behind her. She screams and is dragged to the ground. The title was pretty cool. You have to give me that. Yeah. Because it's, it was. I it's liked how white. the red came down. It's just, it's just all white, and it says red snow, but you can't see it because it's white. And then when the blood pours down, you can see it. I was like, that was pretty cool. It has a great first, effect. You're right. I was 10 thinking, out of 10 for the uh, wow. title card. I was thinking, they had some. They put some budget into this title card. What are we... Well, maybe this isn't going to be In the trivia. <laughs> you can't judge a book by its In the card. trivia, they used only practical effects. And in and the bat <coughs> is a real taxidermy bat. And I didn't read the trivia. I did. I, I was honestly, hoping for some real interesting stuff. There was not because I did look on. The, it's on no IMDb cobra. No, it's or, not uh, cobra. It's not even crocodile Dundee. Too <laughs> there's 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 a couple of cobra trivia's that are longer than all of the trivia in here. Wow. It was. I did look on there for quotes. And then I was like, oh, there's only five. And they're, they're not the one I'm looking for. Mm. <laughs> well, we meet Olivia and her severe bang problem. She's a lonely Which writer. Which I felt, and I don't want so, to disparage her. 
I'm sure she would look fine if she didn't have those bangs, but I felt like they drew attention to her nose. <laughs> so that was going to be my favorite tertiary object with her bangs. But I feel like they don't qualify because they're not going to be a tertiary object. <laughs> it was distracting. <laughs> she definitely was kind of funny looking. Stop that. What? But I feel like done. You know what? Hair differently and Get makeup differently. She probably you keep looks pulling fine. them. Obviously, you want them. I'm going to twist your toes. You keep kicking my feet out and pulling them to you, so obviously you want my feet on you. I'm going well, to get you the Sergeant Hulk. Oh, that's not bad. It hurts. My feet are sore. Stop it. Oh. Stop it. Ow. You should massage them. You should massage them. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> you brought it up. I wasn't even touching him, and he kept grabbing my foot and pulling it towards him. Because they're on my legs. Uh, now they look, weren't. A couple years ago for... Some holiday reason, Tony bought me a foot massager. <laughs> one of those shopper images. I still regularly use. It's just next to my chair, and I pull it out sometimes. And Would it you has like heat. a foot it massager? It has massage. Sometimes I think about buying one of those sharper image ones. <laughs> <laughs> Would you Anyways, like one? Red Snow, yes. Tony, would you like one too? I'm good. You sure? Yes. We can get we one for your foot. Already. <clears throat> it's available for e Amanda uses them sometimes. It's available for everyone in the house if you say in my recording. You know what else they have, which I think is kind of interesting? So they have this thing. It's like a heating, a massaging heat pad for your shoulders. Mm, so you I've put it over. Mm. Yeah. Well, we meet Olivia. She's a lonely writer obsessed with vampires mm -hmm. to where she has decorated her Christmas tree with fake plastic teeth. We get a montage of her day-to-day -day microwave food, writing vampire stories, eating candy from her advent calendar, and repeat. Mm -hmm. She's excited by the mailman because she's waiting for her book query responses in Who? 2021. Can I tell you how upsetting <clears throat> it was to me that she go she's not wearing a coat? Ow, John, that really hurts. What did I do? She's not wearing a coat. All right, she's out in like four, it's like two feet of snow on the ground. She goes to the mailbox, she pulls the mail out, she goes through it, finds the letter that she wants. She puts the rest of the mail back in the mailbox and opens it right there. No. Not without a coat. No. Your ass would have been grabbing that, no. running into the house, and then you look at look, it. Look, you, maybe you're looking at it as you walk to the house. But you don't, like, stand there at the mailbox and then just put the other mail back in while you open your one letter and then you pick, No. Nobody gets the mail like this, ever. <laughs> well, she tears it open and sees the dreaded form rejection in there. Mm -hmm. And sighs and goes inside. Do you get, do you get letters? Not letters. Do you mean, nobody letters? does it by mail anymore, but I've seen yeah, that, that form thing. I can show you in my email account. No, I'm good. Go I said, you. as soon as she opened, <clears throat> I saw who it was from. I was like, is it rejection, isn't it? Then <laughs> <laughs> she puts it in the drawer with her other rejections. I was like, all right, what I'm starting to see why Tony said he could have written why this. <laughs> why would anybody save them? Oh, I don't know why you'd save them. I just haven't erased them. Oh, we delete it right away. I have thousands of emails in that email thing. You don't delete yeah. your old emails? Mm. Tony and I are both bad about that. It's upsetting. Well, then, later that night, she drinks wine, I guess. It's hard mm -hmm. to tell. Tony's like, what is that? It's not wine. <clears throat> and looks out the window. <laughs> Something smashes into it. She goes to check on it. It's a wounded bat. She's clearly uh, grossed out by bats and goes in the house. This person who's obsessed with vampires is grossed out by bats? I'm sorry, I don't believe that. Now, there's two things with this bat. One, I've done this. Mm -hmm. I nursed a bat. Tried to nurse a bat back to health. That got hit in a fan, but it died. Two... <laughs> <clears throat> I will say this, let them die, because <laughs> they said that 7 out of 10 people uh, that have died of rabies, it's because of bats. Don't touch bats, let them die. They're fine. Um, mm -hmm. They're very don't big like, carriers of rabies. I don't like, like bats because we had some run-ins with bats as a child. It's not hmm. traumatizing. I have a flying mouse to kill. I want to clean my clothes. And they're not as cute as mice. Mice are cute. Bats are not cute. I was quoting the joke. They're not just mice with wings. She goes inside. Watches, but they're not. Watches some Nosferatu and starts to feel bad. So she Googles bat care and then gets a shoebox and goes and gets the wounded bat. Uh, she gets some rubber gloves, which is funny. Which is <clears> delightful, <throat> yes. Yeah. And it kind of reminded me a little of that time when we rescued that baby squirrel. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and we are, like, trying to wear gloves. Mm -hmm. We put it in a box. We're trying to, like, dropper it some. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> and we're Googling what do we feed a baby squirrel to fell out of a tree. <laughs> yeah. It's really Cyanide. funny because on <laughs> IMDb, <laughs> this is billed as a comedy. That's it. That's yeah. it's is not it really. It's not a horror movie. It just says comedy. Interesting. So when I saw that, because I was looking at the trivia while like the credits were going in the early beginnings of this movie, and I kept expecting it to get really funny. And this is probably the last bit of funniness—the <laughs> rubber gloves and the bat. But I was thinking because we've had mm-hmm. in a post-COVID or in still mm-hmm. in whatever world where I had to have all this PPE available mm-hmm. to me all the time in my mm-hmm. classroom. It's very difficult to put a Band-Aid on with gloves, and that's why they keep the little paper on the Band-Aid. When she stuck up her finger and that Band-Aid was sucked, I was like, oh, it's not coming over there. No. <laughs> but her face, her just her, uh, she's totally grossed out by touching this bat, but she's putting a Band-Aid on him. It's, that is the last thing that is funny. She puts the box in her garage, mm-hmm. and I'm going to Good night, bat, or something like that, or goodbye, yeah, bat. I think mm-hmm. so. Yeah, she says good night, bat. <clears throat> An ominous old man uh, pulls up to her house and watches it from his SUV. Inside the garage, the box starts to rattle. The next morning, Olivia talks to her sister on the phone. Sister, her sister's worried. Mom died and left Olivia the house. What's she doing with her life? She says, I'm a novelist. And she, her sister says, how's that going? She says, That's and, not and, the person who's supportive of your and writing. Your life is, <laughs> she says, and your life is so better. You scored out a million kids before you're 30? Three. It's really offensive. She hears, yeah, the, both of these guys. It's like, okay, <clears throat> sister. you're a full-time novelist. Maybe maybe have a side job. you got to yeah. at least pay taxes and, and utilities on this house. And if all you do is write and you haven't sold a book, then you do mm-hmm. need a job. <laughs> but that doesn't mean you can't write. It just means you need a job. <laughs> she hears a loud thump and uh, drop, gets off the phone to go investigate. And she grabs a kitchen knife before going into the garage. Inside is a naked vampire bleeding from his stomach and hissing. As she backs across her house, the old man bangs on her door and making her jump. He flashes his badge. Introduces himself as Julius King, private eye. He has a badge? Yeah. It looked private. like a police badge. And then he says he was a private eye. And then I would have been like, dude, I need to see that badge again. What? <laughs> did you buy this on Etsy? Yeah. It's plastic. It's <laughs> Is it made of chocolate? You want badges? I give you 99 cents each. <laughs> Mother bitch? Mm-hmm. No? Mm-hmm. That's from a movie. Mm-hmm. Bad I can't remember which one. Bad boys. Mm-hmm. Maybe he found the one that washed up on shore after... Point break? Yeah. <laughs> Is he from Bells Beach, Australia? <laughs> no way, Bells is bigger than Wyoming, bro. <laughs> King says everyone in this area seems to be gone for the holidays. That was a much better movie mm-hmm. than this. Well, <laughs> that's not... In ten years, you know what they're not going to talk about? This fucking movie. Yeah. <laughs> He's tracking down some dangerous criminals. Two men, two men and a woman. Mm-hmm. He shows uh, her pictures on his tablet... Yeah, it's the two vampires from the earlier in, in the movie, and then the one that's in her garage. Mm-hmm. Luke. King says, Luke is the most dangerous. And there's a thump in the garage. And Olivia this, says it's her cat. This dude is creepy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he is, he's, the way he is, like his demeanor, I wouldn't trust this dude. Like, <laughs> there's nothing about him that would make me say, Actually, there's there. I think I one would, of those guys is in my garage. Well, I, I also talked him through the door. You're not coming to my fucking house, dude. Yeah, <laughs> definitely I'm not. The only one not. for miles, apparently. No, definitely not. You can tell me what you need to tell me through the door. Like, this dude is creepy. Yeah. <laughs> King asks about her vampire interest. She plays dumb. He says, "You got books, decorations. She's got fucking fangs on her Christmas tree. Yeah, people think they're cool and sexy, but they're monsters. Um, she's seen one tear a man's head off and play hacky sack with it." Mm-hmm. Then he says, oh, I'm just kidding. And they laugh. Um, he leaves after giving her his card, and it says it's the Severon group. As he exits the door, he sees a bunch of red snow. <laughs> That's the name of the moon. It is. <laughs> Olivia says, oh, yeah, a bat crashed into my house. I thought it was dead, but I guess it flew away. And this is the best part for him in this whole movie, <laughs> where he's like, Everything a bat eats is dead right now. <laughs> yeah. He's like, they eat insects, and there aren't any insects. Or, and, or they hibernate or fly south for the winter. So if you like, see a bat in the wintertime, it's not a good sign. Yeah. What is it eating? 
And I was like, that's the best, that's the best <clears throat> thing he said. And also, she's really quick to cover for this vampire. And yeah. I was really thrown like, off by that. She's <laughs> excited about there being a vampire. That's yeah. what Tony had to explain yes. to me. But <laughs> at the same time, it's too quick. Like, she doesn't even know if he's dangerous or not. Like, the knock on, the vampire reveal to the knock on the door is too fast. Mm-hmm. We needed at least, uh, like, 15 minutes for her to get used to the fact that that dude is now a vampire, even if she's obsessed with vampires. She needs, there needs to be a little bit of breathing space here. I know this is a very quick movie. <laughs> well, Olivia makes... It's like 80 minutes long. Across that barbecue. <laughs> so, film costs money, okay? $800,000. Um... She grabs a large container and peeps into her garage. Someone heard this script and was like, yes, make this. Well, no, they they just made it. <laughs> was like, you have an iPhone? It seems very much like a self-published yeah. Yeah. movie. <laughs> they were quarantining together and decided to make a movie. It's fine. So Luke is standing white Those fangs are on the tree. Later on, one of those people had him in the The middle. most expensive thing in this movie is those fake contacts they had to buy. Probably and I did. Well, the Mercedes. I did not feel like the now, fangs one of them that they used <laughs> were awful. No, like, like I they, felt like they did a good job with the fangs. All the effects are pretty good. With the bangs. <laughs> you said they did a good job with the bangs. With the fangs. Oh, the fangs. I'm yeah. not. Uh, I'm not 100 percent against her haircut. It but doesn't flatter her that's face. Just but it's not what a bad haircut. The actress. I looked up pictures of her, and she has bangs in all of them. When she has longer bangs, it looks better. Everybody looks it's better with longer bangs. It's that length of short bangs. So she got her hair cut a it's little bit too short. Look, like, yeah, she, she tried to cut them herself. She went too short. It, it happens. It was quarantine. <laughs> she did it herself. I cut Tony's hair all through That quarantine. blonde girl, that's, the blonde vampire probably cut them for her and just went too short. Well, Luke takes the clothes, uh, but, he, but he's only interested in blood. She's ecstatic. Olivia runs into runs to the butcher shop, picks up some ground beef and a few uh, barrels. And I had of to remind blood. myself because I'm a little too old for like Twilight and mm-hmm. stuff. But this character, probably that's why she became a writer, is being obsessed with Twilight-like novels. Oh, and so she sees a vampire and she thinks this is this is it. This is my dream. Welcome <laughs> back to the podcast. Pig's blood. Vampire mm. from rom- my best friend's a vampire. But vampire romances <laughs> have been better around movie. for a very long yeah. time. But with Darla, it's, come it's on. It's actually a quite. It was quite a well-established genre bangs. way before Twilight, which <laughs> is, is why true. it was ve- a lot of romance readers were very upset with Twilight because they took the like one of the reasons vampires are kind of sexy is because they're kind of scary. And the Twilight vampires were not scary. But the way she reacts to it is like a person who likes Twilight. This isn't a scary vampire. I'm going to, he's going to be my vampire. Yeah, Yeah, I found a vampire. We're going to fall in love and it's going to be great. (laughs) I think he should have killed her like right away. (laughs) I have lots of thoughts. That would have been like, yep, that's what you get. I have lots of thoughts. That would have been. I thought he was going to kill her. I thought he was going to kill her too. He should have at least tried. That's the thing. She's on his side way too. And he's not. He's too injured. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You ever been stabbed like, very bullet? injured? It takes him it, so if long. If it didn't have holy water on the bullet, I think he would have healed I feel like he faster. doesn't look, I feel like he doesn't look sick enough for how injured he is. That too. Mm-hmm. He could have looked worse. That's true. Once like, he starts drinking the blood, he immediately looks fine. Yes. And then you can tell that his wound is still seeping. He's not yeah. fine yet. But I just don't. There, there's something wrong here. Like, he doesn't look sick enough, or he's too injured for the injury he has. It's well, Luke's not thrilled by the pig's blood, but he gulps it down anyway. He says more. And there's a montage of her microwaving and getting him more and more and more. Um, she feeds him a bunch. He finally passes out. Olivia uh, comes in with a blanket and puts it on him. <laughs> and now Luke is in Olivia's mother's pajamas and fur coat. This is hilarious, by the way. Later that night... It's not actually, like, hot, like laugh-out funny, but it's just kind of hilarious. <laughs> Later that night, Olivia goes into the garage to talk to Luke. Uh, she says she writes about vampires, and he is a vampire. So she wants to know all the rules. And he's like, what rules? He goes, you know, like the vampire rules. Like, would a stake in the heart kill you? He goes, I think that'll kill anything. What about crosses? Not fond of them. Garlic? Gives me hives. Holy water? Depends on the priest. If it's one that diddles kids, I'll be fine. 
Like, which I appreciate that. <laughs> I appreciate that too. Like, yes, being an actual holy priest, yeah. it doesn't really matter. Why would she think he would tell her anything? <laughs> if I'm a vampire, you know what I'm going to do? Tell the person whose mercy I'm at all yeah. my weaknesses. So, first of all, <laughs> I, Fuck do, no. I do believe he's lying because Candy elves. Yeah. Yes, that's. He does lie to her a fair bit, but we don't know what's lies and what's truth, and neither does she. She w- he would. He shows her the wound. This was a crossbow bolt dipped in holy water. Fucked him up pretty bad. I'm a real priest. And she goes, "What? <laughs> what about sunlight?" He goes, "It doesn't make me burn, but it's like getting kicked in the balls over and over again." What's it like to get kicked in the balls? <laughs> it's like to get kicked in the balls, and then we cut away. Outside, the girl vampire and the larger. Uh, Jacqueline, male vampire. Jacqueline, Jackie? Jackie and Brock. Yeah. <laughs> <coughs> Brock is kind of a douchey name. Well, when I hear the name Brock, you know what I think of? That's Brock Lesnar? I bet no, that wasn't that dude's that, real but name. I think of Brock from She's All That. No, She's oh. All That. Um, yeah, She's All That. Yeah, she's Matthew Lillard. Yeah, that's who I think of. Brock. Um, so they're scoping out the place. Uh, Luke senses them, and Olympia rambles on about. What about silver and what about werewolves? Luke asks if a guy had come by earlier. And she's like, you mean Julius King? And he jumps up. How do you know his name? And Olivia well, tries obviously to, he told me. To convince Luke that King has no idea that he's in a garage. And Luke says, well, someone is here. Go check. And Olivia runs into the kitchen, looks around, doesn't see anybody. But then when she walks away, the girl vampire is there. I guess we'll just call her Jackie. Or Jack Quellen. She returns and Luke asks, well, so what's your deal? Why are you helping me? Olivia says she wants to get to know a real-life vampire. Luke says, well, that's stupid. And Olivia opens the garage door and says, well, if it's so dumb, then you can just leave. Go ahead and, and leave. And he starts getting scared. He's like, I'm too weak. I'm too weak. Uh, let me stay here. Which he is apologizes. weird. Like, why is he... Why does he want to stay there? I don't understand why he wants to stay here at any point. Well, he doesn't seem King's weak. Hunting him. He doesn't seem weak enough, though. Well, yeah. And Jackie's out there. Like, he should have left. Yeah. I thought maybe he was afraid of Jackie and Brock. Yeah. But that is not the case. No. But they do say later that if it came down to it and King was hunting them again, basically he's the weakest of the three right now. They would just use him him as bait and leave him. Like, they don't care if he lives or dies. So maybe he's just not ready. It's not a very good couple. Yeah, maybe. (laughs) Luke says he's a good guy and doesn't kill people. He drinks blood, but he doesn't, he doesn't kill them. Olivia's, he's full of shit. Olivia, Olivia asks, what about him turning people? He says he can't. You have to be born a vampire, and he wasn't. So he can't do that. And Luke explains that King works for the Seven Group, a serious hunter society that wiped out unicorns, shapeshifters, and candy elves. And as for vampires, there's very few left. He might be the last one. Olivia, he and his crew. Olivia says thanks, but she's going to bed. Luke says... Well, he'll be bored to shit. Do you have anything he, he can read? And she says, yes. And she gives him her, his, her manuscript. He looks like, I'd rather not read. Yeah. <laughs> Olivia puts rosaries on her door. Not sure what that's about. And then goes to bed. Well, they intimate that she's Hispanic in some way. Like when her sister yeah. calls, they say, Yeah, abuela. You know, mm-hmm. Hermana and yeah. stuff. So Hispanic countries are typically Catholic. I know, but what the do you, ones that we think of. What does putting them on the doorknob do? Maybe she Let thinks that those camping from coming in. Yeah, I don't know. You pray to St. Anthony for the help. She just thinks maybe he can't open the door if there's a cross maybe. on it. <clears throat> the patron saint of vampire killers. She thinks it's going to repel him like a boss fart. <laughs> <laughs> that night we see Luke in a leather jacket uh, comes in and pulls Olivia's blankets off and goes for her neck. But she immediately wakes up because this was just a dream, and she chuckles. Yeah, she's got a little bit of a... She's feeling it. Yeah. I expected her to pull a vibrator out of a drawer. Because mm-hmm. she... Seemed like that kind of... It was a sexy vampire dream. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I expected it. Seemed like it was going to be that kind of movie. It wasn't. <laughs> she warms up She wants him to now, put I will say, stake into her. Typically, these low-budget movies that Tony has me check out periodically, especially the holiday theme ones... There's a lot of boobs and there's a lot of sex talk. No so boobs. No. It would have gone right along with all the rest of them. If this was the 80s, but there'd have been one, boobs. <laughs> this one really said, we're not going to be that. Yeah. <laughs> it looks like it's about to turn into a porn at any moment, but it actually doesn't. <laughs> so she warms up some more blood for Luke. 
But then she sees that her trash can is filling up with bloody containers, so she wraps it up and takes it outside to her bin. After she goes back inside, King, who's parked right across the street, sees this and goes and checks her bin, sees all the blood. If I'm feeding a vampire... First of all, the butcher gave me a ton of pig's blood. Um, No. I don't think they just do that. If I came, went to a butcher and said I wanted a bunch of pig's blood, I think there'd be some questions. <laughs> but if I'm feeding a vampire and I know there's somebody looking for him, I'm not putting those in my regular trash. They're also, they're plastic containers. She yeah. could just wash them. She could also stack them inside yeah. of each yeah. other and they wouldn't fill up the, the garage whole trash can. You can, you can take them with them when you roll The waste. <laughs> Olivia wears a Count Orlock t-shirt from Nosferatu to see Luke. And he gives her a bunch of shit, saying that that's offensive to my people. But then he's just fucking with her. Which is kind of funny. Wow. You kind of think it would be offensive to vampires. Some of this vampire so stuff. butchers will sell you pig's blood. And in most places, if it's not available, you can go to Asian markets and it's in the freezer section. But what are wow. you using well, Maybe it for? it's just for cooking in some Asian dishes. Evidently. Mm-hmm. Well, Luke says he's healing up. Olivia's sad uh, because he didn't read her manuscript. Outside, King's goes through his anti-vampire loadout while he's t- talking to people at the Sevron group. And he mentions that he's probably going to kill Olivia, too. He's like, there's probably going to be a civilian casualty. She's been nursing him back to hell. <laughs> it's fairly common to use pig's blood in recipes, especially dishes from countries with large, poor-consuming populations, such as China. Mm. Interesting. So, evidently... It is you... something that is common in... Every vampire story that at some point it. that you can get blood from a butcher and they just give it to you or they sell it to you cheap because mm-hmm. blood and what the hell do they, you know? <laughs> but it's not something I've ever looked into. Why would they sell this to you? Evidently, they use it in Chinese food, mm-hmm. like actual Chinese food. Inside, Olivia's cooking breakfast for herself and she sticks her head out the door. And King snatches her up by her throat and chokes her up against the wall. Yeah, what the fuck? Where are you keeping him, you whore of Satan? That seemed like strong language. Yeah. She leads him to Luke. She's a bitch of the devil! But he screams at him, <laughs> Satan's concubine. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> he, she screams a warning to Luke. Uh, King throws up his cross and opens the garage door and sticks a stake in his wound, torturing him. Olivia smashes King on the back of the head with a snow shovel. Yeah, why is he torturing him? And shuts the garage door. Blade doesn't even do that shit. She starts to talk to talk to uh, Luke about forming a plan to, to tie King up, but doesn't, don't bother because Luke has already killed him and is draining him. Yeah. But I was mm-hmm. like, that shovel? I don't know if it would really... You know, like every once in a while we watch a movie where you got to hit somebody like seven times, and I'm like, that would have knocked him out the first or second time, but this shovel is a one-shot... And that thing is probably plastic. Yeah. <laughs> it look like one of, it's not like one of those big steel ones that you dig yeah. holes with in the dirt. Um, Olivia runs. Luke yells from the garage. It was him or me. She won't answer. So Luke decides to read her manuscript to make it up to her. Yeah, she's freaked out, so she runs in the house. Olivia calls her sister and leaves a message saying she misses her. That night, Olivia is drinking wine. Luke says... He liked her manuscript and has some notes on her book. So she finishes, finishes the rest of her glass and goes to see him. Yeah, he's like shouting through the door. He's changed and cleaned up the whole mess. and uh, Except for the feet sticking is, out of the bottom of the rug. He's <laughs> wearing a big sweater with a t-shirt that says number one mom. <laughs> and Luke is racked up, uh, wrapped up king in a rug. It's cold so it'll keep. <laughs> Olivia hides her cross in the kitchen drawer says her mom uh, gave her this house. She was worried about her not being able to pay pay rent as an aspiring novelist. Uh, and then they dig into the book. Luke thinks that um, Romania sucks. It's very boring. The vampire's terrible, and his name's Vlad. Is a terrible name, and he's too mopey. When there's nothing to be mopey about, Vamp- being a vampire isn't sad. It's fucking rules. Well, he tells her that that's like no vampire would have that name, and. Like, his name is Luke. The other guy's name is Brock. These are obviously not their real names. They picked yeah. cool names. He says something cool, like Zach. Mm-hmm. She says, what about Ethan? Zach Morris is trash. <laughs> but um, he's like, look, you got to update this vampire. <laughs> Anna says that Vlad, Ethan, Zach is sad because all of his friends and family have died that were alive 
when he was alive or dead. And Luke says, well, that's not necessarily true. He goes, I don't even remember when I was alive. It's yeah. some kind of weird amnesia thing. See, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Why aren't we talking more about that? <laughs> Anna likes that, writes that down. That's what her book's going to be about now. Yeah. But it's, it's interesting. interesting. <laughs> that night, Olivia is typing up the storm. Luke uh, is locked in the garage but feels the vampire's presence, is out, presence outside. But he tells them he's not healed up yet, enough yet to leave him be. Now it's the day before Christmas. Olivia sees King's SUV outside and goes through it. She finds his iPad with various vampire hunting equipment and some change of clothes and a crossbow. She tries to get in his iPad, but she doesn't know the password. Right. She tries vampire. <clears throat> <laughs> and she didn't even try, like, vampire one or vampire exclamation point. <laughs> Olivia gives Luke an early Christmas present, some new clothes. She can't... Can't continue him wearing her mom's old clothes. And Luke gives her a hug. Yeah, well, because he doesn't want to wear the number one mom oversized t-shirt anymore. She tells him to get dressed and come inside because she has another present for him. And she sets up a punch bowl of blood. I think it's a crock pot. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And they have a nice little evening. But outside, the other vampires are watching and getting pissed. Olivia falls asleep on the couch, exposing her neck. And Luke is resisting to ki- resisting the urge to kill her. He has his white eyes again. Because he's thirsty. <laughs> Olivia wakes up and heads to bed. Oh, yeah, a whole crock pot of bullet. But this mm-hmm. time, Olivia lets Luke stay in the guest room. He doesn't have to be locked in the garage. And Luke has to fight the thirst. The thirst Which, always wins. I don't know. This I've heard is that. really weird. So, yeah. Like, she gets up and she's like, I'm going to go to bed. And he won't look at her like he's... To, you know, has his face all his turned eyes face. are all white because he and, wants to fight. Yeah. <laughs> and he has his, like... It's like he has a heart on and he can't look at her until he's calmed to death. But <laughs> even if I'm sleepy, I'm giving the vampire permission to sleep in my guest bedroom. I'm going to look at him and notice he's not looking at me. Like, she doesn't even look at him. She's even sleepy. Though, but she wore a sexy dress for him. She did. That was a very sexy dress. Like, she thought they were going to make out. She wants to bound. But the reality is, if you've read any vampire stories, you start boning him, he's going to bite you. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Sex and blood. No, sex and candy. Olivia debates putting the rosary on her doorknob again, but then she doesn't. She just puts it on her nightstand and lays down. Luke goes outside, and the other vampires are there now, Jackie and Brock. Jackie's pissed and possibly jealous. She wants to eat Olivia. Luke says, no, she saved me. It's a little bunny. And, uh... She helped me defeat King when when King attacked me before. You just ran. Jackie wants to see King's body. She doesn't believe that he's dead. And Luke invites them into the house. And it's like, why don't you just <coughs> invite them to come around to the garage door where you'll open it and you can see his feet sticking out of the rug. But it doesn't matter because that was all bullshit anyway. As soon as Luke lets them in the house, they, Jackie runs straight up the stairs to kill Olivia. She torments Olivia for a while. Jackie says that Olivia doesn't know Luke. He's a killer. They've killed hundreds of people. Olivia pushes her off and runs. Jackie says, well, this house is mine now. Your car is mine. Uh, Everything is is mine. mine. All your shit is mine. And she's going to give her a 10-second head start to run out the door. But nothing with the clothes on her back. And she's wearing like a nightgown. Yeah. Yeah, she's wearing a sexy negligee. Mm -hmm. Well, she wants to fuck the vampire. I know. She's worn that multiple nights. It's apparently her nightgown. And she's wanted to fuck the vampire every single day. nothing on her feet. She's in a tank top. Sure, above the knees. <laughs> and they're damn near Wabashaw kind of weather. Yeah. Well, Olivia hauls ass out the door, but she goes to King's SUV, jumps in, and peels out just as Jackie gets to her. Luke laughs when uh, Jackie returns and goes, she got away, didn't she? And Jackie says, yeah, but it doesn't matter. She'll come back. They always do. Olivia puts on King's change of clothes, which is, which I got this the second time. He bought that shirt... For, For Simon. Simon, I didn't get that the first time. I, and I think I they're together, because like when he when he says no, he's dead, I thought he was like Simon like closes his fist and I shakes. thought he was like his dad. No, maybe. or they were good friends. Yeah, yeah they were good friends. Though. They were close because he was well, older. Were, I think lovers, but I, I thought I thought like we a father figure, kind of my hero, my personal hero. Mm-hmm. No, the best vampire hunter I got. What they can't be gay. They could, but that's not what that's I. Not that's the impression I that I got. They don't. That t-shirt, that's what I they got. don't give you more information about the relationship, so you don't know what kind of relationship it is. So I guess it's whatever kind of relationship that you feel most comfortable with. They're gay. Okay, good for you. So Jackie, Brock, and Luke decide to go hunting. They find a couple. Uh, 
triple set of bros walking around. Olivia figures that uh, they're stupid and will get eaten easily. Yeah. And she's right. Because <laughs> they're dudes and she's an attractive woman, so of course they have nothing Jackie. rational to do. And they are carrying beers and it's Tahoe at Christmas. And she's you like, know, hey, they, you want to go to actually, a party? Let's walk in I thought the woods. they were already drunk. I don't know. If, some, if I'm walking along the street with my drunk friends and says a hot girl's like, hey, you want to go to a party? It's in the woods. Oh, but no. I thought, <laughs> but I, I, I thought they were just taking drunk. them back to the house. I don't want to get killed. And pretending like there was a party there. But she honestly, has a house now. <laughs> I'm sorry. I thought they were drunk and that's why they went because they were not being able to make good decisions. They were drunk. You, you know what? I've never been that drunk. Lots yeah, but this have. isn't real. This isn't real? No. It's based on a true story, but it didn't, you know, they changed oh. the names. Um, so Olivia so, like, figures out King's uh, iPad. George Baker is now Sylvia West. It's the name of his company. And Tony at, at least one. I couldn't tell this. what she was typing. It was Severon, but that's it. Mm-hmm. And if I it's three said, tries... <laughs> Yeah, she tried three times. Tony had said at least once, this movie should have taken place like in the early '90s or the late '80s or something. Yeah, when you couldn't use the cell phone and we have all these old phones and the e e e e e e e and you know yeah landlines, the technology level and he has this. It could have been something else, but this this device where. In 2021, his password would not have been the name of the company he yeah. works for. <laughs> One, two, three, My four, five. That's the combination of idiot. Would not allow that. <laughs> but either way, she gets into it. She, she reads up about Lucas, the decapitator, and he's a bad dude. He's been lying. So the vampires See? jump the bros, kill them. Luke ends up tearing the head off the biggest dude and letting the blood pour all over his face. And I this hate one. when the vampires are sloppy eaters. <laughs> well, that annoying. What? Here's the thing. <laughs> this whole time, spicy. yes, we know he's lying to her, but at the same time, it looks like maybe he's afraid of the other vampires. Maybe he's not quite this dude. But then, and you see then him hesitate he before he kills this guy. And then he just rips off his head. And I'm like, wait, what? Yeah. It's like he thought <clears> for a second... I don't have to be this guy. Ah, fuck it. I'm this guy. Yeah, no, it didn't make sense. It didn't really make sense with what we had seen with this guy's character so far. Like, he he doesn't want them to kill Olivia, but he doesn't care about anybody else. Well, Olivia calls the uh, Severon group and talks to Simon. She explains King is dead. Simon is visibly upset by this. This is a great phone call. Olivia asks if the Severon group killed all the candy elves. And Simon says, the fuck is a candy elf? (laughs) Luke and Jackie bang in the snow while Brock plays hacky sack with the dude's head. For Brock. You don't think he gets to bang Jackie too? No. Or Luke? No. Seems like Jackie and Luke are in a relationship and Brock has to play with heads. Maybe Brock likes to play with heads. (laughs) Well, yeah. Clearly. (laughs) He's good at it. I mean, keep it going. Lucas tears him off. Brock plays hacky sack. So Olivia asks for a vampire hunting team to come and assist her. Simon says, well, King was a big <laughs> Simon deal. Simon says. Um, with Xmas, around, uh, Xmas tomorrow, New Year's around the corner, uh, maybe we could pencil you in for something in June. Olivia's like, what the fuck? The last three vampires are at, at my house right now, and the best you can do is June? Simon says, those aren't the last three vampires. Who told you that? Mm-hmm. Was it a vampire? And she goes, no. <laughs> so like, Luke, thousands Luke lied about everything. Simon says, well, we have limited staff problems. And she goes, okay, fine, then I'm going to kill them in the morning. He goes, I highly advise you not do that. And she hangs up on him. So it's morning. She pulls up. All the windows are covered up with newspaper and shit. She goes inside because no doors are ever locked in this movie. And Brock is asleep on the couch. She wraps him up in a blanket, drags him into the sunlight, and shoots him with a crossbow in the stomach. No, no. He's sleeping. She wraps him in a blanket, drags him through the house and out into the snow. And he's sleeping yeah. this whole time? Yeah, he sleeps like the what? drink a lot. He sleeps like the undead. What? <laughs> this was so... I thought she killed him. See, we don't see... Like, I thought she killed him off screen. Like, she shot him with a crossbow bolt, and then she was taking his dead body out into the sun mm-hmm. because she thought it would burn up. But that is not what happened. It didn't make any sense that she would try to drag this body... Or this guy who's just asleep out of the house. She should have killed him in the house. And I thought maybe she thought if she got him outside, he would be weaker and 
the Maybe. others wouldn't hear if he made noise I mean, when she killed I him. I think it was a noise issue, but it just seemed very strange to us. But she dragged him really far. Mm-hmm. He's a big dude, too. And she's, she's really strong. Very small. <laughs> well, uh, she shoots him with a crossbow, but it's in the stomach. He screams and starts to chase her. Jackie sees this through the window. Uh, Brock grabs Olivia, pushes her against a tree to kill her, but she rips the bolt out of his stomach and uh, stakes him in the heart, and he dies. Olivia re- he doesn't burn up. No, he does not. No, he just, just dies. Olivia returns to the house, but Jackie is waiting for her, jumps on her, knocks the crossbow out of her hand, and bites her leg, and then goes through her hunting kick. Her hunting kit. She finds crosses, garlic, whatever. More and then garlic, she finds more garlic. She finds holy water. Luke aims the crossbow at her and tells her to leave Olivia alone. Let her go. Jackie says, well, you won't kill me. You'll miss me. You'll miss all the hunting, all the killing, and all the fucking. <gasps> she says, you tricked Olivia into uh, thinking you're Count Chocula, but I know the truth. <laughs> Count Chocula. <laughs> then she throws holy water in his face. I like prefers booberry. True. <laughs> Luke goes down as his face begins to burn. And Olivia goes to the kitchen and uh, grabs her cross made out of, made out of, made out of corn husk. <laughs> I thought it was corn husk. <laughs> no, I think it's skewers. I thought it was a corn husk cross. Still no. mm-hmm. So Jackie Either goes, way, Jackie not goes to work. kill Olivia <laughs> and tells her that uh, she looks at her letters and stuff. She said, you probably should have just tried self-publishing. Now no one's going to read your shitty book. She rolls Olivia over to kill her. And that's when Olivia stakes her in the chest. Mm-hmm. And then Olivia says, Merry Christmas, you undead bitch, and stomps her face. Mm-hmm. Well, Luke gets up, and uh, now Olivia has the uh, crossbow on him. She lays it all on him, and he apologizes, says, Look, you know, you lied to me about killing candy elves, which is very weird, by the way. Mm-hmm. And Jackie, uh, mm-hmm. Jackie bit me, so will I become a vampire? She says, No, she was, wasn't born a vampire. She goes, well, did you ever uh, care about me? And he says, yes. He goes, did you like my book? He says, yes, except Vlad. He says, uh, she's about to let him go, but then she sees the sweater ne- the sweater shirt thing that she got for him, and it's covered in blood. Mm-hmm. So he's still fucking lying. So she shoots him in the chest. So then Olivia's phone rings. It's her sister and her kids. They're telling her Merry Christmas, blah, blah, blah. And she's all happy. And then we cut to 10 months later. We're at Olivia's book signing. Apparently, it's a hit. Ho! Simon shows up and uh, wants a signed copy. He says, maybe we can work together uh, sometime. She says, nah, I prefer just to write about it. Olivia drives home. She makes herself some tea, but then she also makes a second cup. And then when we cut away, we see that she didn't kill Luke. She's keeping him alive and tied up in her garage as a proofreader editor. Mm-hmm. He screams for blood. She laughs and dumps it on his head. The end. So mad. So mad. I guess Elaine's going first. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead, Elaine. You seem to have thoughts and you want to wait. No, go no, ahead. I just think that any of this is really dumb. <laughs> <laughs> Continue. What would you have rather have? I don't know, but she, like, she saves him, right? Mm-hmm. Kind of. Or he saves her, or like he distracts Jackie long enough for her. Like back and it's forth. there's a little back and forth here. He's obviously injured with the holy water. Is he gonna die? It's very unclear. But then she's like, "Is that the sweater I bought you?" And then she shoots him. Like you don't shoot somebody over they got blood on the sweater you bought them. It rinses out with cold water. Like, it's not like it's, I don't know if it's because the sweater's but, dirty so much as he's a lying asshole that obviously killed the fuck out of somebody. She doesn't even know that he's lying. Like, maybe, okay, so I have a wounded vampire in my garage. Maybe he lied about candy elves and being them, them being the last vampires. But that's understandable that he wouldn't tell me the whole truth to make me feel sympathy for him. But, I mean, clearly when Jackie and Brock got there... You could see that Jackie was in charge, not that Lucas was in charge. Like, last night she saw that. So, clearly he's not in charge, and he has to do what Jackie says. For all we know, Jackie's the vampire that made him, and he can't not do what she says. It's possible. Because we don't know enough about vampires. And, like, she knows all the vampire lore that she's learned, but you don't know what is true and what's 
real or whatever. Mm -hmm. So, like, she shouldn't, like, maybe it wasn't his choice to get blood on his sweater. Like, it doesn't make any sense that she would be so mad that she would shoot him. And then you see the book signing, and it's cool. Like, she turned her experience into a hit best-selling book. And you're like, well, good, because she came out on top, even though you don't really like her. But then you see her, she's keeping him alive. Okay. She's keeping him alive to help her with her books. We still, is there any proof that this dude is a good author? Question mark? I mean, he has lived experience, I guess. The worst part is he's so, like, out of it and drugged up and then asking for blood, asking for blood, and then she pours it over his head. Ew. So, are you cleaning him up afterwards? I suppose. I, mm. All right, my favorite character is Simon. <laughs> Wish we could have got more of him yeah. in the Severon group. There's... Yeah, but that would have added more time to the movie. My least favorite character is Olivia. Man, I just didn't like her. She was too accepting of he was a vampire. She was, like, she kept him at the end. Like, it's all very, this character doesn't make any sense. <laughs> um... My favorite tertiary object, well, no, here, I'll go. My favorite scene is when um, he gives her feedback on her book through, like, that's good. Like, when he's yelling through the door and then they sit on the couch and they talk about the book. That was interesting. My favorite line is actually from that where he says, um, he tells her he likes Anna, the heroine. She's sweet. She's, she's smart. She's successful. She owns her own tile and linoleum store. <laughs> which it's an odd choice for a um, fake job in a romance, but okay. I appreciate it being a real job, not uh, maker. My not favorite architect. tertiary object is the silly advent calendar that she eats a starlight made out of every day. Uh-huh. I had a backup too, in case I didn't go first. As this movie, there's like this could have been a really interesting movie. There's some interesting stuff here, but. They just didn't know what characters they were writing. Yeah. It didn't make any sense. Um, I, I don't want to watch that again. <laughs> <laughs> I give it a nay. John? Oh. So I have a fun backup line, too. My favorite character is... Uh, okay. Um, my least favorite character is Olivia, because she laughs and tortures vampires at the end. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make any sense. It's just making sense. My favorite scene... Is where uh, Luke is giving her ideas for the book. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, you should do this. Um, my favorite line is Vladimir. You might as well call him Dildo. Forgot <laughs> about that. <laughs> and my favorite tertiary object is the telephone, the red telephone. The landline? Yeah, the landline mm-hmm. that, that her sister calls her on because it's 2021. We yeah, have one, yeah. We have one of those at work. For... The, the red phone reminds me of the bath phone. Yeah. <laughs> because all of the telephones are electric electronic because they have multiple lines so if the power goes out they don't work mm-hmm. so we have a red we have a bat phone and i call it the bat phone i said that once when the power went out and they didn't know what i was talking about and wow. i felt sad for them that we can plug in to any of the phone jacks oh, so that cool. we have a phone when the power goes out yeah has it happened yes mm-hmm. and i was gonna give this like a really light yay up until that last scene right and i was like now fuck you man just fuck you fuck you fuck you <laughs> is that a nay or that's a nay, a nay. okay wow, wow. Went from a, dumped from a, a light yay to a nay because that last scene was that bad she laughs and pours blood on him as she has some fucking yeah, if it was just her at the fuck bookstore you. and that was the end it would have been fine yeah i would have been like okay that would have been a way better ending i would have gave it a yay from the it was from what it was it was an indie movie that tried something different didn't mm-hmm. have a big budget and it was like okay well they tried or even if good. he was in a cage and she was like past the mug through a slot that would have been okay but the yeah. fact that she poured it she on went him homicidal maniac garlic so, my favorite character is also Simon. Yeah. <laughs> Clearly, I want a movie about that guy. My least favorite character was Brock. Brock? I just felt like he was kind of useless. He didn't even do anything. He, that's why he's my least favorite. He didn't even be in this movie at all. My favorite scene, just like everybody, when he helped her with, his, with the book. Yeah, it's the, good the only scene, scene yeah. <laughs> that's the good scene, yeah. I had a hard time with the tertiary object, so I went with the wine that wasn't wine. Mm-hmm. Clearly. Yeah, so. It wasn't even cranberry juice. I don't know what that was. <laughs> Um, my favorite line was, was when drink. he was telling her that um, basically the heroine shouldn't go for Vlad 
mm-hmm. because he's a vampire named Vladimir who chooses to live in a moldy old castle in Romania, and why would any woman want that? <laughs> um, and I'm going to say, unlike you guys, I actually like the twist at the end. Now, she didn't have to pour the, wi- the blood mm-hmm. on his head, but I like that she kept him as mm-hmm. a muse and as a person as someone to help her with her books i felt like that's what really made the movie memorable mm-hmm. like if she had just <clears throat> ended at the bookstore i would have forgotten this movie after 20 minutes it would have been completely forgettable <laughs> but i felt like that twist at the end where he was still alive and in her garage and probably should have been in a cage because she is not safe from him <laughs> no <laughs> but like no. in the walking dead my favorite uh, character moments are when like Michonne has the van or the zombies that she brings with her that she's t- ripped their jaws off so they can't bite her. You know, like I think it's one of those things where it's like this is a smart choice for you to keep him to help you. He, t- you know, he put you through this and you helped him and then it fucked you over, but you won and now you keep him to help you. I don't know. Mean. I like that. That twist is what made the movie for me. I just think it didn't fit in with her character. They did. They didn't write this character good enough for that to make any kind of sense. <laughs> I'm not. I, and I did tell Tony. I'm probably still gonna forget this movie. Mm-hmm. It's. It wasn't bad, but it's not going to stick with me. It's not going to be no. memorable. So I will give it a maybe. I don't know. Of all the movies, I don't know if you guys have any idea of the movies that Tony starts in our house (laughs) that I have seen 20 or 30 minutes of. So many horrible movies. (laughs) Well, I almost did Santa Jaws, too. Have you seen that? Does it feel like you're you're taped to a chair and he's throwing blood on your head? Actually, of all the ones he could have picked, this is pretty great. I feel like he took the Jack Frost of the worst movie ever. Was like, hold my beer. Also, one of the reasons why I felt like Tony said he that could have written this. Tony did start writing a novel about a vampire who was injured, and a kid was it a kid a teenager? Oh yeah, that's right. I forgot. Was trying to yeah. nurse the vampire Darkness back to health, and the vampire was giving the kid blood blood of his to help him heal his grandpa who was raising him it was a whole thing yeah. but like that sounds interesting tony did start to write a story where a person nurses a vampire back to health and that's why i thought and then all the talk about him helping her with the book and you know was the vampire back and forth Zach? there is a girl is why i felt like tony <laughs> identified no. with this movie <laughs> but there's there's something here Mm-hmm. They just didn't do anything with it. <laughs> yeah. Jack's I mean, this is an independent movie. It's it's very, you know. And that's a story I've read that probably nobody else has because no, Tony's novels, he stops working on at some point. <laughs> he gets writer's block. My favorite character is Simon. I'm glad we're all sitting. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, my least favorite character was Brock. Like, um, like Carly said, he didn't mm. do anything. He played hacky sack. Uh, my favorite scene is also the editing that part in the car where she's on the phone with Simon is pretty good, too. Um, I really didn't have a favorite line. None of the lines in this really stood out to me. Like Just the build-up. Interesting. Like, the uh, the candy elf thing was mildly funny, but it didn't really make any sense. You could have gone with... the candy elf? <laughs> what about a stake through the heart? Would it kill you? I imagine a stake through the heart would kill anyone. That's from My Best Friend's a Vampire. That's I know. That's from My Best Friend's I know. I wrote that down because I was like, that line we've heard before. And, or <laughs> also... This was also a good one. Anne Rice or Stephanie Meyer, who do you want to be? I just want to be me, which is pretentious. But this is a good line, too. <laughs> and my favorite Trisha object is the Christmas vampire tree. Mm-hmm. That was fine. I was going to pick the fangs on the Christmas tree. Yeah. I'll, uh, maybe it. Like, you got maybe. You motherfucker. <laughs> I guess it, it's, it's okay. It's just an independent film some people made. Tony just keeps picking movies you don't even like. <laughs> I just feel like... You could take this, someone should buy this mm-hmm. and rewrite it and make it a good movie. You'll probably get it pretty cheap. Yeah. Like, I don't know. They just did not. Red Snow too. That's your they didn't movie. connect all the dots that needed to be connected here. It needs to be a little bit longer. The pacing is really bad. Yeah. Like, it's like. Or I don't know if it's the acting or something, but. Yes. He's, well, he was, the vampire I'll... Lucas was a lot better actor than <laughs> Olivia. Like all though. the above. All the above. What do you got? Carly. 
Hey. All right. Well, please find us on Facebook.com slash the underappreciated movie podcast. You can email unmoviepodcast at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. Have you ever heard of this movie? No. Let me stop the suspense. It's free on Voodoo. You know what? Perhaps one of the actors from this movie will come across this. we got to be the only podcast talking about it. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> They're gonna come on the I podcast. Hope it, I hope it's I don't not know, that. Be like, I hope it's not the chick that plays Olivia because I would feel bad. Like, I, all right, I we didn't just shit all over her. Objects, I bought we just, we said her to. bangs were terrible. And she's a bad actress, and we all hated her character. So I hope she doesn't listen. To this. I feel a little bad. I like how Tony picked the song from Lost Boys because mm-hmm. it's, it's a better vampire. Because it's a better vampire movie. And they said they were inspired by this movie to make this movie. So yes, Ooh. not all inspirations, but that has nothing to do with this movie. Not really. All right. Anyway, next week. On the podcast is Carly's pick. <laughs> We're gonna do. Sorry, I was listening to the song. <laughs> My Christmas movie this year is Edward Scissorhands. Oh, I just watched it recently. I'm ready to go. <laughs> I'm ready to go. I'm not, but I did start my notes already. <laughs> I'm ready. Let's start. I don't you know, know how to right spell now. scissor. You know how to spell scissors? C i s s o r. Yeah, I can spell hands. <laughs> Scissor is one of those. It's a weird word. It's, I want to. I always want to go S I C C, which is not Scissors. not even close. But it's one of those words I can't spell. All right. Like definitely, which I always think I spell wrong. Even when I, I spell, spell shield wrong for some reason. <laughs> I agree, except for C.